1: This may be the one piece of technology I have been most slavishly following, highly anticipating for years, more than anything else, and it's a dishwasher. But it's not any dishwasher. This HeatWorks Tetra dishwasher is small, dead simple, and it set CES abuzz in 2018. I'm Joni Salzman, and this is your Daily Charge. I'm filling in for Roger today, and joining me is CNET's associate editor, Molly Price. So while I I live in a microscopic New York apartment where I don't have any closets, let alone a dishwasher. So I've been tracking the arrival of the Tetra like a hawk. I've been waiting for years. It's finally open for pre-orders and it's expected to start shipping sometime in 2022. So explain to everyone who's not already obsessed with the Tetra what makes this this dishwasher so different.
0: You are right. It is not just any dishwasher. It's a really interesting um, new appliance. And you know, it's gone from concept to real thing we might actually get. So that alone is super exciting because a lot of the things we see at CES kind of never get off the ground. But this one looks like after several years, we really might get it. So it's a compact countertop dishwasher, which, if you think about it, there's a lot of countertop appliances like ovens and air fryers and all of that, but we haven't really seen countertop dishwashers. I mean, there's the old like use your hands and have a dish rag a dish rack uh, method, but but this is actually a whole machine that washes your dishes. So it doesn't need uh, plumbing of any sort. Uh, it uses three liters of water in a base, and then all you need is power to wash stuff, and um, you can wash. They advertise three full place settings, which I had to look up what a place setting is, because um, I I am not and have never been that fancy. But a place setting is three of three, let me see, three dinner plates, three bread plates, three glasses, three forks, three spoons, and three butter knives. So you and two friends can have a whole meal and wash it in the Tetra. Um, They also advertise it for things like plastic baby bottles and even fruit.
1: Yeah, washing fruit.
0: So, so basically you,
1: all you really have to do is plug it in and pour water into it. It has the, 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 the detergent concept system is a little bit different here too. What's different about how the, you know, the soap that actually, it's not literally soap, but the detergent system that they have for washing these things. How is that also a little different?
0: Yes. So um, like most fancy, interesting, weird new appliances, it has a proprietary detergent system. So it's got something that you're going to have to also purchase. And these are detergent cartridges. Now, they kind of just like plug in um, and they dispense the right amount of detergent for whatever cycle you're using. There's several different cycles and... For whichever cycle you're using, it's going to give you the exact right amount of detergent. So those detergent cartridges will do about 20 washes, and then you will have to order more cartridges.
1: So what's what are what kind of prices are you looking at? So the, the device itself costs money, and then you've got what kind of prices are people looking at up front? And then what do you expect it's going to be like? You know, is it going to be like inkjet printer kind of world where you like? You buy the device, but then you start to realize, oh my gosh, I'm spending a fortune on cartridges. How do the, how do the prices sort of stack up?
0: Um, so the device itself, the MSRP is499. Now, right now it's available for pre-order $100 off that, so it's 399, but arguably still the price of like a regular full-size dishwasher. Um, so it needs to be for someone that like really just doesn't have the space, but is still willing to pay full dishwasher price. Now those cartridges are, um, like I said, about 20 loads and they're not totally finalized on pricing yet, but they think it's going to be around six or $7 and that they want to try to stay in line with the price of say a pack of dishwasher pods that you would buy for a regular dishwasher. So in some sense, yes, you are on the hook for buying more things and you will have to order them from Tetra directly. It's not something you can like pop into your corner store and get. but it's not going to be uh prohibitively expensive compared to running a regular dishwasher
1: and then one of the one of the great things like in my example is i one of the best things about this is that i could actually have a dishwasher that's simple and easy to use but that there is that sort of ease of use element to it like you said there's no plumbing or tubes you just sort of pour some water in it has its cartridges in you put in the dishwash the dishes to be washed you start it and then when it's done you sort of pour out the dirty water um what about the washing cycles is this a kind of do you know how loud it is do you know how long the wash cycles are what are people getting into when they actually start washing dishes with this thing
0: Yes. So let me tell you about the wash cycles. There are five different cleaning settings. Um, so like a regular dishwasher, you'll have things like standard, which is going to be your regular plates and bowls, whatever. Eco gives you a shorter wash. Um, there's a gentle mode for delicate things like wine glasses. There's a plastic mode for things that might melt in a regular dishwasher. So it's a little less less hot. And then there's, of course, that fruit mode, an entire mode just for fruit to wash your produce. Um, and that does And that washes it without detergent. So the fruit, obviously, you don't want to, like, soap up your peaches, but you can wash it without, uh, without any ter- detergent on the fruit cycle. Now, they say their shortest wash cycle is eco, and that's going to take less than 30 minutes. And they say it comes in at just under an hour if you include drying. And the dishwasher does also dry. It has a drying fan. So if you just want to wash, you're looking at about 30 minutes for the shortest cycle. The longest cycle is the standard cycle, and that is going to come in at just under an hour for the wash and just over an hour if you include drying. Gotcha. Now, what are some of the, you know, you
1: talked about, I'm talking about small apartments. You've talked about that a little bit too. What are some of the advantages besides just this can accommodate a small space or, you know, like an RV for travel? What are some other possible advantages of this kind of having this kind of dishwasher over a traditional one?
0: Yeah, there are advantages, you know, of course, small spaces, of course, RVs, of course, places where you can't um, have a full plumbing hookup. But they also say that you can save a ton of water just by washing like one meal's worth of dishes a day. So over the course of a year, if you wash maybe one or two, I don't know, one or two meals a day or three or four meals a week worth of dishes in the dishwasher, you're going to save more water than you would if you're washing them in a full-size dishwasher. So there's some. Uh, water savings there but of course you're paying for that extra appliance too so you need to think about that. But just the fact that you don't have to install something a lot of people that are renters maybe can't ask their landlord like hey can I knock out this cabinet and put in a dishwasher or maybe that's just not an option for some people with plumbing. Um, I think the fact that you could put it anywhere is great. I have a brand new baby, so being able to take a countertop dishwasher and put it upstairs where the nursery is and just plug it in and wash like baby stuff there would be awesome. Or I even think about people in garages. If you have a workshop where you want to wash stuff, I don't know what you would wash in a workshop. but if you have some other space outside your home where you want to get things washed, you could take it anywhere. I mean it's it's not we don't have specs on the exact size, but it does not look that big based on the images we have.
1: Right, right. Well, yeah, I, th- I believe you saw the kind of conceptual version of Tetra at CES um, years ago. Have you noticed any differences between what they showed at CES, either what they showed or what they, how they characterized it back then a few years ago, and what's going to be coming out now? Or is it kind of fundamentally stayed the same proposition, stayed the same look and feel?
0: It seems to be really similar to what they displayed at CES. It's got a a similar design. It's a different color. I think the one I saw at CES was like a light blue, and this looks like a stainless steel... Um, finish on the outside and then the glass there's sort of a glass lid that goes over it it may be plastic but there's a lid that goes over it and that looks very similar what is different is the size when I first saw it at CES they told me it could hold two full place settings they've now upgraded that to three so you get a little more space than they originally thought but the technology seems to be the same the simple countertop concept seems to have uh, remained
1: And you also mentioned the fact that they have this plastic cycle. If you're worried about melting plastic, you know, heat works. Heat is in its name. They are known for their first product, which is a tankless water heater. Do you know if the water in a dishwasher, in their dishwasher, does it get hotter than in a traditional dishwasher? Is there a difference? There's definitely a difference in the heating technology. They're using their own sort of heating technology in order to spin-off into this dishwasher realm. Do you know anything about, like, does the water just get super, super hot? Is that part of what makes this
0: special? Um, I don't think that it gets hotter than a regular dishwasher. I would have to check on that and ask them specifically about water temperatures because they haven't disclosed that yet. But um, I would say it It seems to advertise it can do a full range of temperatures, right? So it can do plastic, which is going to, and fruit, which obviously would be a little more of a delicate temperature. You know, you don't want to blast your fruit or your plastic with really, really super hot water. But then there's also a standard mode that seems like it could get the gunk off of bowls and and silverware and plates. So that's going to need to be a little higher on the temperature range. And I would expect that the temperatures are probably comparable to a regular dishwasher and maybe even a little more on the low end for those delicate items. Right. Now, are there any
1: things that you would caution somebody about if they were curious about buying something like this? Do you have any sort of caveats or cautionary not even cautionary tales but reasons for skepticism or caution before you know so people who aren't quite like me and already bought into something that will fill in my desperate need for a dishwasher
0: well how would you caution people who aren't me (laughs) well if you're desperate for a dishwasher um you're desperate for a dishwasher and i don't think i can um solve that for anybody but i will say if you're just considering it you're not really sure it's something that you need to have i would say as with any launch product that's never been on the market before to sort of, if you can wait, maybe take some time. We plan to get review units in the early part of 2022. So CNET is going to check it out. We'll get our hands on it, wash a bunch of stuff and let you guys know how it is. But um, I would say for things like this, you know, wait till it comes out. There could be there could be a couple bugs. There could be a couple things that they need to work out once they go into full production. So if you're on the fence about it, I would say keep an eye on the launch and then maybe um, dive in when you've seen a couple of good, good reviews and good feedback from the public, because like any, you know, brand new product, we're not quite sure. You know, it seems like a good proposition, but no one's really gotten their hands on it yet.
1: Well, if you want to help me um, devote my hands to checking out the Tetra, I, of course, will volunteer all my dishes (laughs) in my tiny apartment. But regardless from that, um, Molly, thank you for joining us. If you'd like to learn more about the Tetra, check out all our coverage on CNET.com. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at The Daily Charge, or you can sign up for text messages from Roger by heading to CNET.com dot co slash daily charge. And if you liked what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For the Daily Charge, I'm Joni Salzman. Thanks for listening.